Ari Medlin, here with Rachel Pauley, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 63, and this week's question is, are you a hobby writer or a professional writer? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. If you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like. Plus, we should define hobby writer and professional writer. And as with everything in the world, everybody will have some slight difference to what these mean. Now, to me, if you are a professional writer, it means that you are selling your work, you are making money. Now, I do know some people believe that you are not a professional writer unless you are only writing and your writing is sustaining you. I don't agree with that because that hasn't happened to me yet, so (laughs) I'm going to dismiss that. I believe if you have created something and you have sold it, that makes you a professional in my eyes. Maybe not the most professional, but you are professional. You are treating it as a business. You are selling your product, as it were. You are marketing your product. So yeah, professional. If you're a hobby writer, I see that more as someone who writes for their own enjoyment. They may be someone who doesn't publish or has no interest in publishing, or they're not ready to do it yet and are happy to just write their stories and either put them up for free on places like Wattpad or just write for themselves and keep those stories private. So those are my definitions of that. Rachel, what are your thoughts? I agree with that. I think for a professional writer, you typically have some sort of goal in mind, whether you want to sell a certain amount of books or you want to make a full-time income from it, or even if you just want to make a passive income with it. I think that's what a professional writer is. You're working towards that goal of publishing and marketing and getting the word out about your books. And as you said, a hobby writer is just somebody who writes for themselves because they just simply enjoy it. I'm not saying that professional writers don't enjoy writing, of course, but hobby writers just do it because they're passionate about it and it helps them. Writing it's in itself is very therapeutic, whether you're writing in a journal or you're writing fiction or you're writing your own autobiography or what have you. And you can share these writings on your blog or on Wattpad, as you said, or you can just simply keep it to yourself in a notebook and just never let it see the light of day. Yeah, that's it. It's, I think professional writers are the ones that they treat their authorness. <laughs> their authorness, I'm going to use it, I don't care. They treat their authorness as the brand and they understand that they're not just marketing their books, they're marketing themselves. So a, a, a professional writer will usually make sure they do have a website, make sure they've picked and decided on a pen name or choose their real name. They go, they go through all these little aspects, the build up the business of being an author. And that's the, that's the thing is it's treated like a business because I think if you're a hobby writer, even if you kind of sell a few books, if you're not really pushing the marketing, if you're not tracking your expenses and things like that, if, if you're not doing the business side, because it is a business. If you're, if you're writing books and selling books and marketing books, it's a, it's a business. You are, you are um, a creator, you have produced a product, and you have consumers who buy it. It's a business. So if you don't really bother with that side, if you don't track your stats, if you don't track your expenses, if you don't have a business plan, and, and a marketing plan and kind of see where you're going, you know, in, in one year, five year, 10 years. I can see that being more of a hobbyist, someone who isn't really bothered with that side of things, whereas a professional writer understands it is a business, which it can take away some of the enjoyment of writing. You really do have to separate out, I think. I think you have to have the writing part, which is the fun, you know, letting it all out on the page, 
And then you have the business side where you have to put the new hat on and you have to do the boring thing where you look at stats and keep receipts and things like that, do taxes. So yeah, why are we wanting to be professional writers seriously? Well, you know what? I'm going to backtrack here a little bit and I'm going to add to my definition of being a professional writer is that being a professional writer doesn't necessarily mean that you're an author. I know we're mostly talking about book writing, but you can be a professional writer in other ways, whether you're copywriting or you're content writing for websites or things like that. But, you know, when you meet people on the street and they say, oh, hey, what do you do for a living? And you say, I'm a writer. The first thing that comes to mind for these people is that you're an author. And they're like, oh, what kinds of things do you write? What genre do you write? And then you know, they go on about how they themselves are a writer as well, but that's a whole nother topic. And the thing that all of those different branches of professional writers have in common is that it's a business. As you said, like you need to look at the stats you do, unfortunately have to pay taxes and you got to keep your receipts. You have to promote your writing. You have to market yourself and you really need to spread the word and just tell the entire world that I am a writer, whereas hobby writers tend to keep to themselves mostly. I have to admit, I am guilty of that. I automatically, whenever I hear the word writer, I I assume constantly that it means author, you know, and fiction writer as well. I'm so bad. I don't even acknowledge nonfiction writer. I do the same thing though. (laughs) I know. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I think it's because obviously we write fiction and uh, so it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And I think that's that's another thing because I I would consider I fall under the professional writer for stories because obviously I I put my stories out there and that's where I do my marketing and everything and then I would consider myself a hobby writer for content writing because I have a blog that I do my content writing on and I do take sponsored posts and I do collaboration posts and I do get paid for those and obviously you know I put my disclaimer up so people know but I don't do that massively I don't promote those services like in a big way because it's kind of it helps to pay for the blog it helps to keep you know those kind of costs covered but it's not something I have pushed into so I'm almost like a professional and a hobby writer it depends depending on which which umbrella I'm under whether it's content writing or novel writing but it is true that uh, yeah I, I should think more about the fact that writer is not just a novelist it is other types so yeah that's my bad 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 I do the same thing though but I do enjoy your side of it how you're saying that sometimes you're a hobby writer sometimes you're a professional writer depending on which umbrella you just happen to be under at that time whereas for me I feel like when I first started writing it was always for a hobby like when I was younger I always wanted to be a teacher and then at some point in my life I wanted to be a secret agent or whatever but I always wrote for me because I started off with fan fiction I knew I couldn't very well publish fan fiction which lo and behold people have so I guess I'm wrong on that front but I never thought that I would go anywhere with it or come up with any original ideas and now I have too many to handle and so for a while I started off as a hobby and then I switched to a professional and I wanted to be an author and then and as I started doing that I kind of shifted gears a little bit because I did discover other branches of writing I I discovered, you know, book publicity. I discovered content writing and all of those things. And I really enjoy doing that side of writing as much as I still love writing my novels. And I do hope to self-publish them and, you know, 
make a couple of sales and just share my stories with the world because they've been stuck in my head for so long. I don't necessarily know if that's my number one goal anymore. I think that's it though, isn't it? It's like many of us started writing when we were younger and whether it was like yourself where you wrote because you enjoyed it and had other ideas or whether you wrote and wanted to be a writer straight off the bat it changes as you get older it changes and that's that's perfect example that you know you had this idea that your novels would be like the center of your writing life and now they're part of it but yeah your content writing is is taking off and you have a lot of enjoyment from that so yeah I kind of like that there's this kind of a mix because as you said so many people assume when you say writer it's novelist and yet there are so many other opportunities to be a writer that we shouldn't overlook even if you still want to be a novelist you shouldn't overlook them because you could get you know you could be a technical writer and get paid to write might not be the most interesting thing but it would still be writing and you know it's helping you build up your speed helping you build up your accuracy and gets you uh, used to working uh, to deadlines and things like that which you just drag all that experience into novel writing so that's actually a good point yeah because it's funny if you had asked me five or so years ago about what I would be writing I would have told you that I would be a novelist and I would be self-publishing my own books and things like that and I never ever imagined that I would be a content writer writing articles and how-to guides and listicles and all of this stuff. And it's in various niches too. What is a listicle? They're, they're list articles. <laughs> like, you, like, you know, the top 50 cozy mystery novels. It's called a listicle. Those are called listicles. Yes. <laughs> I did not make that up. <laughs> It sounds similar to another word, and that's just where my brain went. Great. I know. Great. Okay, so now that's all I'm going to be thinking of now. Thank you for that. It just threw me when you said that, because my brain kind of had a stutter word. What, what, what did she just say? Did she just say what I thought she said? No, she didn't. But what was that word? No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think it's because I've never heard it. I've never heard that word. So when I heard it, my brain just kind of grabbed the end part and went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What was that? I mean, yeah, no, I totally, I totally get it. That was great though. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right, wait a second. Let me start over again. If you had asked me five or so years ago, I would have never guessed that I would tell you that I'm a content writer. And I have written so many different kinds of articles in all these different niches that I'm interested in. Like I've written about aquariums and pets. It sounds like such a random topic, but I have learned so much. And I mean, as an enthusiast animal lover, like I have my own zoo at home. I have learned so much more through all of this research by trying to write these articles. And it's just, it opens up your eyes. Like you're still writing, even though it's not creative writing, you're still writing and getting that outlet, I guess you could say. And I've always wanted to go back to school and try all these different things, but I never have. And one of those reasons is because I don't know what I would want to get my degree in because I have way too many interests. And to be honest, content writing is a great way to hone your writing skills, but also learn new things and share that knowledge with other people. Actually, that's a good point, though, because you've written articles on so many different topics. It kind of helps you develop different ways to engage with readers, because obviously each of those 
um, niches will have a different audience and you have to find a way to connect to that specific audience so that they read the article and they take that information in and then they do whatever the action is whether it's buying an aquarium which is awesome by the way or it's you know buying the newest computer game anything like that so it does have relevance to being a novelist because obviously the same thing happens but instead of passing on information about an aquarium or how to set one up or anything like that you are passing over a story with the world and hoping that people relate to it enough to want to go further and to maybe read more books and everything like that. So it's all about connecting to an audience. And I like the fact that you said, if, if we'd said five years ago that, you, you know, it would have been shocked to know that you were a content writer. I feel the same way because the stories I have produced and, so, and published have been short stories. And if you'd have asked, if you said five years ago, what would you have published? It'd have been like, oh, it'll have been a novel or a full series and all that. And if someone had said, do you think you'd have published short stories? I'd have been like, no, I don't write short stories. I don't know how to write short stories. That's still stupid. So it just goes to show the, you know, we have ideas of where our paths are going to go and whether we're going to be professional or a hobbyist, whether we're going to be novelists or content writers, and it can change. It can totally change as you get older, as you get more experienced, as opportunities change, as systems change. I mean, God, a couple of decades ago, there wasn't such a thing as self-publishing. You just couldn't do that. You had to go through traditional publishers and even content writing. You had to find like magazines or newspapers or things like that and reach out to the editorial team and see if they would accept freelance work. And you had to jump through so many more hoops. Whereas obviously digitally, things are easier to contact the right people, you have forms, they have guidelines online, you know, and you can get into regular gigs. There's so many different ways. I mean, even places like Fiverr where you can stay, I am a content writer, I can do this, I can do that, and people will find you. I mean, none of that was around years and years and years ago. Things do change, so yeah. Just bouncing off of what you just said, you can very well use other branches of writing as leverage for your creative writing. Because for me, I've written articles and for websites that cater to digital marketing. That's a huge aspect of self-publishing your novels because you need to digitally market your books. That's if you want to be a professional writer and you want to self-publish your books to, you know, make a living from these books. If you're a hobby writer, then by all means, just publish your books and do, do what you want with them. You don't even have to publish them. But there's so, so many different opportunities. And I feel like when it comes to writing, whether you're writing for yourself or whether you're writing with a goal in mind, you got to kind of test the waters and you, you need to try one way. And if you like it, great. And if you don't try something else, and even if you do like it, still try something else anyway, because you never know something better might come along because all these different doors can open up and you can give yourself so many opportunities. And if you decide that you want to reach for a goal, you can do that. But if you just want to test the waters and try all these different things, you can do that too, provided you have the time. And if you do have the time, good for you. I don't. <laughs> yeah. How did you get that so much? How did you get so much time? We don't have all this time. I know. I know. Time management. That's another podcast episode. <sighs> That'll be a long one. <laughs> Stay tuned for that one, guys. Some days we're good at it and other days we're not. I think mostly the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I think that was a perfect wrap up. So I'm not going to add anything more to that. 
but I'm just going to throw in something that I just thought of. I have seen in the writing community something I didn't like regarding professional writers. I have seen on a few people who've said that if you're an indie author, as in an author, as in you've published and sold books, but if you are indie, you're not considered professional. That's bullshit. If you have produced your work, if you have published your work and you are selling it, it doesn't have to sell for loads. It doesn't have to make you a millionaire. It doesn't have to pay all your bills. But if it is selling and people have bought it, that is what we consider a professional writer. You do not have to be traditionally published to be considered professional. Seriously. Because you could be traditionally published and still not sell that much. You could be an indie author and sell loads. So, yeah, I don't I don't know why there's still this stigma against self-published authors. I don't know why we're still running into this crap where traditionally published authors or people who only believe in traditionally published authors have to kind of look down on self-published authors I don't like it and sort of trying to undermine them by saying they're not really professional writers especially because there's so many indie authors out there who are making a full living doing it I mean bouncing off of that though it's all labels like just we as human beings we have to put a label on absolutely everything did you know that self-published authors like the term self-published author does not mean the same thing as an indie author. I have heard that in different things, but honestly, I just it's changed them because I don't care. It well, because I mean, if we you know sticking to this topic, a self-published author would be a hobby writer, whereas an indie author would be a professional writer. But they're both doing the same thing. Yeah, just one might be marketing it better than the other, or, but you know that could be their choice. They might just be self-publishing something because they just want to say hey I wrote a book some people just want the bragging rights and that's not necessarily a bad thing I think it's separating isn't it it's like yeah we're we're not gonna lie there are some god awful self-published books out there people who just you know wrote the first draft want to be writers and shoved it out no editing no good cover no good formatting they just I'm sorry to say this but barfed on a page and put it straight out don't get me wrong, we all buy on pages. That's what a first draft is. But you don't publish that. And I think sometimes you get, there was, a, there was a, a rush of that at one point, especially when self-publishing became a thing. And I think indie author was like a group of people stepping back and saying, well, we're different from the people that just buy on the page and publish it. And it's like, oh God, I, I, I kind of get it. But at the same time, as you said, it's like these labels get a little bit tiresome. Because then there'll be another step and somebody else will go, oh, I don't want to be considered an indie author. I'm something else, something else. And it's like, I don't know. It's hard to keep up, to be honest. It is hard to keep up. I mean, the bottom line is you do you. If you want to publish your stories, publish your stories. If you want to write for yourself, write for yourself. If you want to publish your stories to try to make an income, then do that. Market and stuff. Like, tell people about it. Which is, ironically, the hardest step. Yeah. (laughs) You think about it. Or don't, but then be aware of the consequences of nobody finding your book or very few right. people giving a crap. You know, it's, it's like I said, you do you. That's the best advice, I think, that comes out of this podcast. Because <laughs> Rachel will throw that out. And honestly, it's always the best advice. I think that's a good place to end. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> okay, we have nothing else to add to this topic at this time. I'm sure we'll come up with way more points after we 
end it because that's usually what happens. So as always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let us know if you are a hobby writer or a professional writer, or maybe you've switched between the two. Put it in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag the Mayor Writer Podcast. If you want some extra content, do head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get some extra bonus content. Tune in next week for another episode of the Mary Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Scribbled Notes. Our handwriting is awful. The music title inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons for Fancy Book.